the Brand of One podcast, where we dive into the exciting experience of starting and owning a business when you are the business. I'm your host, Danielle Miller, and I'm obsessed with the keys to creating a life you love and making a living doing work that lights you up, helps others, and makes you money. If you're a woman over 40 who is wanting to step boldly and confidently into the role of solopreneur, online educator, coach, influencer, or creative, you're about to enter the no-fluff, practical woo-woo zone in the Brand of One podcast, where you'll learn how to build your personal brand so that you can be seen, be heard, and be profitable while being true to yourself and doing your business your way. What if I said to you, I want you to send 25 people to your about page right now? Would you cringe and break out in a cold sweat and be like, "Mm -mm, no freaking way? Or would you be like, oh, hells yes, my about page rocks and it attracts my dream clients 24-7? Hmm. Well, that's a question to ponder, isn't it? (laughs) And that is exactly what I'm talking about today in episode eight of the Brand of One podcast. All right. Hey there, let's dive into this, shall we? To talk about your about page and specifically one section of it that is the most difficult, the most trying, the most agonizing, the most frustrating, hair pulling, gnashing of teeth, (laughs) Can I make it any more painful for you? (laughs) And that is telling your story on your about page. Like, how how much do you tell? How, what do I tell people from the time I lost my first tooth until my, I saw my first gray hair? Like, what do, what do I include? What do I leave out? I want to talk about that more today and give you some pointers, shed some light on what your about page is supposed to do for you and your business and how to make it work so that the right people are coming into your business. And if you don't also already know, I used to be part of a partnership called Her Influential Brand. And what we did was we created end-to-end brand experiences. So in other words, we um, worked with clients on creating their brand brand foundation, um, their brand voice, their brand vibe, their mission, core values, you know, all their offer, all those sorts of things. And then we had the, we built the website. I didn't, not, I say we, my partner Jen did all that. She was the tech wizard and translated all all of that information that I had gathered from a client into beautiful functional websites. Now, I wrote every piece of web copy for those websites, and I am by no means a professional copywriter, but what I am is a very good brand strategist, and I am very good at helping my clients articulate their brand voice, find their brand vibe and personality, and hone in on what makes them unique and how to show up each and every day for their dream clients. And so I loved writing about pages for clients. It was one of my most favorite things to do. And after our partnership ended uh, this past year, I kind of 
forgot how much I really enjoyed doing them until I was talking with a client recently and she said, you know, I'm really struggling with my about page. And so I, we helped with her brand foundation and I realized that there is actually a framework that I've been using all along to help clients uh, with that. And I want to share that. I want to share that with as many of you as possible. But today I want to talk in particular about the brand story, the the way to convey how you're an expert, how to position yourself, how to show that you are the right choice for your clients without feeling like you're bragging or being all self-promoting or icky or sleazy or anything like that. And there is absolutely a way to do it. And what you want to do is you want to think about how can your dream clients, how can your best fit clients see themselves in your story? You want to find the intersection between your skills, your experience, your expertise, and what they want, the results they're looking for, and put that into the story that you tell. Now, if you have been in English classes, you know that there is, if you remember back to probably junior high or high school, there is a framework for telling a story. I'm going to quickly refresh your memory here um, because it is something that you will use as you're crafting the story you tell on your about page. And so quite simply, it starts out at the beginning, right? the, in the storytelling framework, it's called the exposition. Exposition. This is the start. This is the why did you why did you start going on this journey? How did this all originate for you? And then you have the rising action, and this is where uh, the struggles came in, the unexpected obstacles, the conflicts, the things you had not anticipated when you started on this journey. And then you have the breakthrough, the climax of the story. This is where all of a sudden things broke open. You found the solution. You found the the transformation. And then on the downside of that, you have what's called the falling action. And what that is is simply how things change for you as a result of that breakthrough. And then you have the ending or the present day, the success that you currently experience. And that's in a nutshell, the basic framework of a story. And the idea, and you know, as you, when you've read any really great story or watched a really great movie, how you can connect with the character in that story. And that's what you want for your dream client. You want them to be able to connect with that story you're telling. Either see themselves in it or see themselves having the results that you can get for them. Both is ideal, but I'm going to share with you in a minute how it might be a little bit different depending upon the work that you do and your situation. So once you figure that out, and this is really key as well because it helps you decide what's relevant And this is so important. You want to keep this in mind as you're thinking about the story you're going to share in your about page, your life story, the message that you have. 
is it relevant to the clients and customers that you most want to work with? And so let me give you two really quick examples of how this could work. So let's say that you're a life coach, or not a life coach, excuse me, a health coach. Let's go, let's go even nichier. And you specifically work with women who have struggled their whole life with their weight. And you know, you know exactly what that feels like because it's something that you personally have struggled with. You know, maybe when you were little, you came home from school and your mom had homemade brownies made or cookies or always had snacks. And as you were growing up, you had to eat everything on your plate and food was always a comfort for you. And you you had, as you became older, you dieted off and on and gained weight and lost weight and, and so on. And so you understand that struggle intimately and you had a breakthrough and now you want to share that with your dream clients. So Starting your story from childhood is very relevant. It, it shows that you know what that's like from a very young age. And so all of that would go into writing your brand story. Now, on the flip side of that, let's say you're a copywriter and you've never struggled with words. Matter of fact, you were writing stories from the time you could hold a pencil and you always had your nose in a book because you're fascinated with words. Again, you can use that from the time that you were young, how you can show your love of language and writing and finding the right words to articulate a feeling and talk about, you know, where you worked and how you use those skills. All of that's relevant to your client because again, you're not in their you're not in their head in the respect that you have walked that same journey, but you can empathize. You know what the struggle is like to be able to find the right words. And so you can show, you, they can see themselves in the results that you get in the falling action of your breakthrough when you decided that, oh my gosh, there's so many other people that struggle with writing something that I find so easy to do and I can help them with that. So you can see two different examples of clients seeing themselves in your story and that's paramount to what you want to be thinking about as you're writing those critical paragraphs and you know I get this a lot too how long should my about page be Eh, that's as long as it takes to tell your story (laughs) as long as it takes to convey your empathy and understanding of what your potential client is going through and to show them that you have the solution and to back it up with social proof and be able to lead them to the next step. That's exactly how long your about page should be. So I wanted to share that with you today because so many times clients have get so hung up. What do I, what do I put on my about page? And it ends up sounding very, resume-like or, um, you know, just not like you at all. You end up sort of distancing yourself from your story and it doesn't even end up sounding like you at the end of the day. So you want to be very aware of your brand voice, of your personality, and let that shine through on your about page, all while putting your audience, your client in the story. So 
If that sounds intriguing to you and you'd like to learn more about how to do this, then I highly encourage you to get yourself signed up for the Write Your About Page Challenge. And all you got to do again is go to Danielle M. Miller forward slash challenge and you'll be all signed up and good to go for the 19th. Now I want to talk about one more thing when it comes to writing your about page that a lot of people struggle with and it is do I use third person or first person? And this is this is entirely up to you and your brand. This is you know, it's no one person I can't tell you specifically what you should do for your about page. I can give you best practices and I can give you a framework for how to write it, but ultimately you have to decide the level of distance that you want between you and your reader. So here's exactly what I mean by this. If you write about yourself in the third person, you've automatically, you've already put a barrier up, a boundary between you and your audience. They can't connect to you quite as much as when you use first person. And if you are a personal brand, I highly, highly recommend that you use first person. Save third person for your speaker bio or press kit, whatever. But you want to connect. You want to connect with your clients. You want them to develop that relationship with you. And so the best way to do that is to show who you are, is to, to use first person in your writing. But again, some people aren't really comfortable with that. They prefer a level of distance, of boundary uh, between them and their clients. So in that case, you may have, you may be more formal in your writing. You may be more wanting to be corporate or um, again, using that formal tone in your voice. And that would work for third person. It's entirely an individual um, decision that you make when you write your about page. And you may find that it works very well for you, or you may find that you need to change it down the road. But if you're a personal brand, if you're a solopreneur, which I'm highly assuming that you are, since that is who this podcast is for, you want to really consider keeping your about page in first person. It makes it much more relatable, much more personable, uh, much more intimate, much more a sense of connection with your client, with your customer, with that person that you want to cultivate that relationship with. And remember, at the end of the day, people do business with people. And letting people in, you can still have levels of discernment. I'm going to talk about that in another podcast. But you you need to let people in and let them be a part of your experience, the brand experience that you have to offer. So that covers what I wanted to say about, about pages. <laughs> on your website. Again, please sign up for the challenge. You're really going to learn a lot. And if you have any misgivings or just you're just not happy with the current about page you have, 
we can help, I can help you make it so much better. And you'll get real-time feedback from me in our private Facebook group every single day of the challenge. And then you'll, you'll learn about how you can go even further in getting clarity on the message you have to share and your brand voice and vibe. So I hope to see you inside the challenge and uh, hopefully you'll take have lots of takeaways and aha moments as you move each day through the challenge. I promise to keep it simple. I promise that every task and assignment within the challenge is totally doable each day. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. So until next week, take care.